So what happens when you combine my insane curiosity with some of the world's most interesting people? You end up with incredible conversations full of stories, insights, and the defining moment that made them who they are today. This is The David Spizak Show. Welcome to the David Spizak Show. I should say, hopefully, it's welcome back. If it's welcome back, you've tuned in before, and I appreciate you taking the time to come back and experience yet another episode. If you're new to the David Spizak Show, I want to thank you very much for taking the time to give me a shot. I hope that it proves to be very worthwhile. You know, I endeavor each and every one of these episodes to have a positive impact um, on the people that take the time to listen And that certainly is my intention today. Now, um, this particular episode um, is yet another one where I want to focus, I'm going to focus, I should say, on a quote um, that I created. And I have created a number of quotes, surprisingly, as I I looked back and I started, I had been writing these down for a while. I've got quite a list of quotes that I have created over the years. Now, I will tell you that that while they came out of my mouth, um, and I am the author of these quotes, I can't take credit or full credit anyways for them. Why? Well, because really each and every single time they were the byproduct of a lesson that I learned. Have you ever noticed, have you ever thought about the fact, uh, thought about cliches? Um, because cliches are called cliches, interesting, um, they're oftentimes uh, diminished by some people, uh, discounted by some. Oh, that's just a cliche. But the reality is uh, nothing gets to become a cliche unless it is irrefutably true. In other words, it has stood the test of time. It has been validated over and over and over again. And I challenge you to think of any cliche that pops into your brain right now and, and test that theory out. And you're going to find that it's absolutely true. Um, So for me, you know, because I've been so, I've had the pleasure, I've been so blessed to be mentored by some really tremendous human beings. I've had the opportunity um, sometimes by family members, friends, coworkers, associates, clients, uh, people I've had the opportunity to meet and know over a lifetime. And some I've known for a very short amount of time. But what's common in all of those is they impacted me. What's common in all of those is they made me stop and think. And I'm going to just start with this because it's not something that I find I was very good at. And I think that more and more of us struggle with this today. When's the last time that you really had the time to stop and think? You know, you may have heard about the power of meditation, right, or chanting, uh, just kind of enveloping yourself in silence with your own thoughts. Well, I think there truly is power in that because it allows us to do something that's getting harder and harder to accomplish, and that is to be able to eliminate the distractions and the disruptions that are constantly seemingly in our lives. Now, you know, the smartphone, since the advent of the smartphone, especially 
in 2007 as we continue to, to head closer and closer towards the release of the latest version of the iPhone. iPhone, I think it's 15. And this year is going to be no different than every previous year. Uh, there will be people that for the last six months or a year are trying to figure out what's new, what's coming. Oh, I wonder if the camera's going to change. Oh, man, if, are we going to get faster processing? Are they going to use a different display? I mean, the reality is this thing's a phone, man. It's supposed to be making phone calls. And the fact that it's a camera or has a different display has no bearing on its number one use, and that is to make calls. But the reality is we are more and more fascinated by technology and what technology can do for us. And so the reality is also this. This is the most incredible cash extraction device and time elimination device ever created. So when you find the quiet time to think, it's incredibly beneficial. Stop and think about something that occurred today, especially if something weighed on you or if something allowed you to have an epiphany, if something inspired you. Take the time to think. Well, I've had the opportunity to do that over the last 20, 30 years on a number of occasions. In all honesty, not nearly as much as I would like to, but I find that when I do, I oftentimes come away with the ability to write down a quote. And that quote is exactly what that experience or that lesson meant to me. Um, each and every one of these have proven to be valuable for me over and over again. And more importantly, I've, I've seen that they've also stood the test of time and proven to be, they've been validated with other people as well. So it is my sincere hope as I share this quote and future quotes with you, other quotes I have, that indeed you will find these lessons valuable, somehow might inspire you or motivate you. It might allow you to do something that you weren't able to do before or achieve heights you hadn't achieved before. So are you ready? Here you go. People want to slow you down when they can't keep up. Have you ever noticed that? And I think most of us at one time or another in our lives um, have been guilty of that, where somebody else somehow surpassed us, maybe in grade school, high school, college, they surpassed us in terms of their academic performance, their grade point average, maybe it was something athletically. Or maybe it was post-college, and maybe somebody we knew, maybe it's even a sibling that was able to gain a promotion or make more money and achieve great success. Well, I noticed something, um, and probably you've noticed this too. Um, the people that we hang out with tends to change depending on our circumstances, our work circumstances, our parenting circumstances, our financial circumstances, the people that were surrounding me when I was making $8 an hour, $4 an hour, they're not there anymore. The people that were surrounding me and were the biggest part of my life when I was in high school and I had specific thoughts or, in, or uh, goals or lack of, you know, lack thereof, they're really not there anymore. 
the circle of friends or the network that I have has evolved just like I have. It's evolved as I have. And chances are that's true for you too. You're single. Chances are most of your friends are single, married. Guess what? Your group's about to change. More and more of your outings, your social get-togethers are involving married people. Oh, you had a baby? Guess what? Now your friends are going to shift to people that have babies. As you also move up, perhaps on a corporate ladder or financially, you're going to see that type of shift also. The reality is, you know, there's something called the law of attraction that we've heard ad nauseum, right? So your dominant thoughts is what you attract into your life. But there's also something called the law of reflection. And the law of reflection says the people that we spend the most time with tend to be a reflection of ourselves. The great Jim Rohn said, hey, show me the five people you hang out with the most and I'll tell you what your future looks like. So this is, those are the things that I was thinking of, the lessons, some of them I learned, the things that people shared with me that caused me to ultimately have this thought that I've noticed over a period of time that people try to slow you down when they can't keep up. When people are uncomfortable, they're given two options. They have two options. Same thing for you and me. When you find yourself, when you find yourself in a situation where you're uncomfortable, are you more inclined to run towards it, to lean into it, as an opportunity to expand your horizons, change your perspective, or add to your perspective, learn something new? Or are you more inclined to back away from it and move to somewhere more comfortable, get back into that comfort zone? You know, it's so interesting, psychology. We tend to never pursue things that we don't believe we actually have the power and the ability to bring about. You know, the term for that is self-efficacy. But simply put, it just simply means, you know, when you were in school, you would never go try to date somebody if you didn't believe you at least had a decent shot. You would avoid that person. You won't pursue a job opportunity that says the pays a quarter of a million dollars if you've never had a job that makes a hundred and you don't believe that somehow you could live up to a quarter million dollars of expectation. Self-efficacy. It's pretty amazing. So as you move forward in your life, as you evolve academically, intellectually, financially, physically, doesn't matter emotionally. How many of us, when we were in our 20s and just having the time of our lives, man, we were knuckleheads and we were such happy knuckleheads. And we did things that today you sit there and you just shake your head and go, man, I can't believe I did some of those things. But for the vast majority of us, there was a point. For some of us, it was in our early 20s. For me, I was honestly 22. I got out of the service. And um, let me see, I got out of the service in 1981. I was 22 years old. I had a daughter at 23. Guess what? The knucklehead left the room. I got serious. And so you know who else left the room? My friends. 
that were part of the knucklehead society. They left the room. I didn't hang out with them as much and ultimately not at all. But in doing so, it opened me up to allow me to be able to expand my perspectives, expand myself intellectually, expand myself financially. And what came with that was a new set of mentors, a new set of friends, people that I hung out with, associates or whatever you may want to call them. And as I moved forward with them, they helped to pull me forward. You ever notice that? It's a great indication. The people that you hang out with the most, do they elevate you? Do they apply pressure to you, positive pressure? Do they try to get more out of you, expect the best from you? Do they cause you to want more from yourself? Or do they pull you back? and try to slow you down. If any of them are in the latter set, it's time to make a change. It's not disrespectful in any form or fashion. Doesn't mean we have to cut them out of our lives. It just simply means that they're not gonna be in the tightest circle that I have. It's okay. This is the ebb and flow of life. And that's never going to change as long as we keep growing. Now, here's the good news. The reality is this. Here's a little, hopefully, bonus tip. Who we were, our core, when we were 15 or 18 years old, it stayed there at 25, 35, 45, 55, 65. And it will stay there forevermore. Your core rarely changes. Your skill set may, your attributes may, and they may evolve. But your core, your core ideology, your philosophy, who you are, doesn't really change much, if at all, over time. And so if we could do a great job of finding people that we sync up with in that respect, maybe because you just admire them. You admire their tenacity. You admire their relentlessness. You admire that they're so audacious. You admire their honesty, their brutal, brutal honesty, especially now. Is it me? Or are we moving in a direction to where honesty becomes illegal or an infraction of some kind? It feels sometimes like we're already there. I think it's wonderful that everybody has different opinions. I don't think any of us you know, barring some really uh, obvious uh, affronts, things that are negative, things that are racist. But, you know, but if it's not mean-spirited, we should be allowed to be who we are, I think. Um, so it's just something to think about. You're going to continue to evolve in your life as long as you continue to be open-minded and as long as you could continue to supercharge that evolution by who you hang out with, who you surround yourself with, who is pouring into you, who is has the ability to pull you forward or lift you up rather than hold you back or grab you by the back of the collar and slow you down because you're making them uncomfortable. It's not up to me. I'm the X factor for me. I have jurisdiction over me. 
I don't control you. I don't control my mom. I don't control my siblings. I don't control friends. I don't control business associates. We all have that power. And I want you to think about these things when you think about this quote. Hopefully you write this down. People want to slow you down when they can't keep up. As it pertains to them being your in your big five, your mentors, your counsel of wisdom, take my advice. Leave them behind. You can stay friends, 100%. If they're family, family's family. Always going to be loyal to our family. Blood should mean something. And we should also always take care of each other. But as it pertains to you being able to continue to grow, to evolve, to become that ultimately great version of yourself, to achieve your dreams, your ultimate objectives, you got to leave them behind and be able to move forward with people that are willing to challenge you, people that are willing to let you rise up and not feel diminished themselves. So, I hope this has been helpful. My name is David Spizak again, if, if you don't recall. And this is the David Spizak Show. I hope you take the time to share this episode out, to subscribe, or to download it. Um, and please, if you feel compelled, uh, feel free to reach out to me. You can find me at davidspizak.com, where you'll also find uh, over 100 other episodes, both entrepreneurial and some of them are automotive-specific. I come out with a new podcast at least once a week, and I hope that you'll continue to subscribe and to be able to download and listen to future podcasts, including at least another 10 or 12 quotes that have come about through my own personal experiences. So thanks again for taking the time to listen. I'll see you on the next David Spiesack Show. listening to the david spizak show if you haven't yet please click the subscribe button and leave a rating wherever you're listening right now i look forward to having you back in the room where it happens we'll be right back.